0: Megan Hicks of I Run Far. I'm with Addie Bracey. It's the day before the North Face Endurance Challenge 50 Mile Championships. We're in the Marin Headlands. Yeah, it's awesome. It's beautiful. Colorado transplantees for the weekend. Yes. We were just talking about how (laughs) coming to the San Francisco Bay hydrates your skin and yeah, puts more volume in your hair than Colorado. Totally. Yeah, I can feel, I don't normally
1: think of San Francisco as being humid, but it feels (laughs) like it now and it's nice. Feels like it today. (laughs) Um, What brings you to race the North Face 50? Yeah, I mean, like most people, I think I was supposed to race last year. Um, Was really excited. That was a competitive field as well. Um, And then I feel like once it got canceled, maybe Sonoma kind of turned into like North Face 2.0 with the competition. um, I had a really fun race there. I have realized having those kind of deep competitive fields like brings out the best in me and we're kind of pushing each other. So I think I was excited to kind of get back in that scenario where... You know, there's definitely going to be a big group of women pushing each other and that's how you run fast so
0: yeah, talking talking about like remix two point zero, like it was an incredible race between you and Eo Wang and Anime Flynn at Lake Sonoma earlier this year. Mm-hmm. You all finished within two two and a half minutes of each other in a fifty mile race. Yeah,
1: yeah. I think I think I remember talking to Brian after that and saying like I think that's the hardest I've ever raced mm-hmm. for that long, just because it was never. I mean, going into the last mile, it was still like who knows what's gonna happen. I think I'd kind of fallen off at that point, but but yeah, kind of switching leads for the entire race was. Yeah. Um, interesting, challenging in some ways, but so much fun. You must want to do it again. I, yeah. I'm, I think there's a lot of people that are kind of have the same thought in mind. And I definitely see, you know, a big pack kind of working together and pushing each other up front. It's the way I see it playing out.
0: That's so fun to me about women's trail ultra running is these competitive races when you actually get pack running happening for a while. For sure. Yeah. Yeah. And
1: I mean, there's even, you know, nice conversations going on. And um, I think in the, at certain points, you know, we're definitely battling each other, but there's still some support and, you know, anime at like Sonoma and I, we were still, you know, encouraging each other with like two miles to go. And, um, you know, they're there to greet you, EO and anime when I finish, like give me a hug. And I'm like, you know, it's it's one of the only sports where you can go out and kind of like beat the crap out of each other for seven hours, but then like be friends as soon as you cross the finish line. It's still
0: like beating the crap out of each other with, with love. Right. Affection. Right, right. Yeah.
1: Mutually, uh, Mutual intention of just like pushing each other to their yeah, best performance. Which so. is
0: actually the true definition of competition. For is sure. Working with each other instead mm-hmm. of against each other. Exactly, yeah. Um, I want to ask you about your 2019 in racing. So I felt like just sort of watching the sport, I was like, oh wow, Addie's racing again this weekend. Oh wow, Addie's racing again this weekend. And then I decided to add it up. In between the start of the year and Western states, you raced like 300 miles. Oh wow! I hadn't done the math on that. That's good to know. Yeah, two hundred and ninety some odd miles you raced in the first six months of the year. Yeah, and then for you, it's been a little bit quieter since Mm -hmm. then. Yeah, talk to me about your thoughts on your year in ultra running.
1: For sure, I think I'm. You know, I've been racing for a long time, decades. Um, But last year was my first real year racing ultras, and so I think I've always been kind of known for racing a lot. But I realized that doesn't really fly at ultra distances. So I think I learned <laughs> the hard way a little bit. Yeah. Um. I don't get injured. So there was no injury. But it, there was just an emotional, mental piece where I just didn't feel like training hard over the summer. Huh. And I think it, it had to do with, um, you know, a lot of the racing early on was by necessity because I was trying to get a golden ticket. Yeah. So I was chasing that at the, you know, Bandera yeah. in uh, Sonoma. And then obviously the build up to Western. And I think after that race, uh, like I said, I wasn't injured. There Nothing physically was wrong. But I think... I mentally needed a break and that's never mm-hmm. happened to me in two decades. So I listened oh, okay. to it and was like, okay. Um, and I think it paid off. I felt really good this fall, but, um, I like to race a lot, but I am learning ultras. I need to pick and choose and be a little bit smarter about it.
0: Um, so how exactly did you, cause that's a tricky thing for people to get when you feel that you're not injured, but you're tired and you just don't feel the love for running. How did you listen to your body and get through that, that time? Um,
1: I mean, my, career my background right now is in sports psychology so I think that helps because I'm able to step (laughs) out and study yourself (laughs) exactly like that's x y and z symptoms of burnout like let's Uh not go there um so I think I can be a little bit logical in that scenario but more than anything I think anytime there's kind of like something like that popping up that I've never felt before to me was almost more of a reason to Mm. listen to it you know I've asked and and I think I recognized I hadn't done the math but I recognized I was asking a lot of my body the whole year so um I kept signing up for races hoping that it would like spark my motivation and it just wasn't and so ended up kind of taking a big break uh, that I think I really needed and have felt really great this cycle for this so I think it's hard to recognize in the moment like you said it's challenging I think to pull the plug or to take a step back but usually I think you feel better once you do.
0: Mm. The courses for races like Sonoma and North Face 50 are pretty particular Mm -hmm. like non-technical terrain. Yes. Ne- like never flat, always rolling, right. kind of arrhythmic. Yep. Um, I find like out in the mountain west, like Colorado, it's kind of hard to mimic that terrain because we have like a lot of sustained climbs yep. and lots of technical trails. How have you trained in particular for North Face?
1: Yeah, you're, you're right. I think looking at the course map, it's, I was kind of, uh, surprised to see how much elevation gain there is because I'm like, where there's like no how big How does it
0: add up to be but, that much? Exactly.
1: But just so many small hills. And yeah, in Colorado, you know, you might knock it all out in an eight mile climb and then <laughs> yeah. turn and bomb for eight miles. It's very different. Um, so I, I did a lot of, um, dirt road running okay. versus the trails, which ended up being good because there's been so much snow that the trails were pretty out of commission the last few weeks anyway. Uh-huh. So it's good that it, I think the dirt roads still serve well for this course. Um, and I actually would just pick, like, maybe a five-mile section and just kind of go back and forth um, to try and mimic, yeah, the, the, uh, the transitions as much as possible because yeah. it's not a standard part of my training.
0: Yeah, to try to uh, get comfortable with the arhythmic feeling. Right, of...
1: never getting into a groove, really. Yeah.
0: yeah. Um, so, yeah, Lake Sonoma was quite a, uh, like, trifecta for you and EO and Anna You came out of that battle... Third. yeah I guess you're coming to this race with like maybe higher goals higher expectations or is it like if I run as well as I ran that day I'm going to be happy with myself or yeah yeah where's your head
1: I think both I mean I think um I'm I'm probably fit, fitter than I have been in a long time and okay. you know last year I was in grad school so training was important but it was on the back burner and so you know since graduating in June I've had a lot more time to prioritize training mm. and I think that's paid off um but I could look at the start list and pick five, six, seven women that could win tomorrow. and
0: In addition to the three of you. Yes, right, yeah. right
1: exactly. So, of course, you know, I think I have a shot and we will put my hat in it. But I'd, I will have no um, illusions of it being easy or a sure thing. Um, and I think, you know, like Sonoma, I put the best race together I could on that day. And that was third. And it would have been awesome if it was first. But I can't. I can look back and see, like, see nowhere where I could have done anything different. So yeah. um, if that's the same case tomorrow when I'm fifth, then that's, you know, that's what my day was. Um, but definitely ready to throw down the best effort I have and see where that puts me.
0: Control the variables you can exactly, control. Exactly, yeah. And yeah. Well, right on, and good luck to you. Thank you. Have a fun uh, adventure through the Marin Headlands. Yes, I'm excited about it. Thanks. <laughs> good luck. Thanks.